You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. I'm Sarah Honiger. And I'm Christy Landwehr, and you are listening to this special monthly NRHA episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for this second Thursday of the month, July 13th. Good morning, Horse World. It's the second Thursday of the month. That means it's time to slide in to the National Reigning Horse Association episode of Horses in the Morning. So, Sarah, we just ended something pretty darn exciting called our NRHA Derby for 2023. In your opinion, what were some of the highlights? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where you start after that amazing of a show to even begin highlighting all of the wonderful things that happened there. First of all, I feel like we sound like a broken record because after every horse show lately, we keep saying there's another broken record, but this one did break even more records. We had over 1,700 stalls, 1.5 million in added money. 14% increase in our open derby entries. I mean, it was just huge and, of course, hot being in Oklahoma City in the summer, but I just thought it was such an amazing show. So did I. The energy was so good. I mean, and it just seemed like even with the heat and everything else, the riders, the spectators, the owners, everyone just seemed happy. Even the vendors, right? And the sponsors. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone just seemed like they were in a very good mood and could feel the excitement. Totally. And, you know, a hot summer horse show, it, you know, there's a lot of extra excitement that has to build there for everyone to be that thrilled going for two weeks. I mean, it is so much hard work and there's so much pressure and people obviously care so much about what happens there It being our second largest reigning event in the world. And to your point, I mean, it was just such an exciting time. You could just feel the buzz the whole time. And for anyone listening, last month, if you tune in to the National Reigning Horse Association um, episode, you will hear all about the Derby and what the Derby is. Today, we're just giving you some highlights about it. So let's go ahead, Sarah, and let's launch off by talking a little bit about who our level four open champion was. Let's. So our $3 million rider, Casey Deary, and downright amazing, won the level four open championship. This horse, uh, you know, they must have just known what it was going to accomplish in its life, naming it downright amazing. This was their fourth major in a row. People might recognize its name from the National Reigning Breeders Classic, from the American that happened in March. Uh, they might also recognize it from the Run for a Million $100,000 shootout last year. I mean, this duo is just on fire. It was such a great run. Wasn't it just incredible to see in person? It was awesome to see in person and it's the energy. And they both looked like they were having a good time. That's what I enjoyed. Casey was obviously having a great time riding this amazing horse. And the horse also looked like everything was going just fine. Yes, absolutely. I just loved everyone talking about the run after. You know, we always like to say, you know, our horses are willingly guided. That's part of a general, which is essentially the framework, which our sport is built off of. And you just can't really find one more willingly guided than this duo. It's insane. Completely agree. But let's not give this second duo their credit too. Oh my goodness. Our level four non-pro champions. How about this duo? Yes. Another rider that is just on fire Gina Maria Schumacher and CS Sailing Gun. She's a million-dollar rider herself as a non-pro. She just won our fraternity, which as most or some might know on this 
podcast today. Uh, you know, that's basically our Super Bowl of our sport that we have in November and December. She just became the champion of that. She won the run for million dollar qualifier in Arizona against these open riders who do this professionally. I mean, she is on fire. And fun to watch. Again, she's such a hand. I mean, it's so much fun to see her out there riding. So good. Yes, her passion exudes. And for those who maybe haven't watched her compete, she actually is from Switzerland. She moved recently to Texas to be able to reach more competitions here in the States. But my favorite thing, other than just to your point, watching what a hand she is, is after every run, the excitement she has, she just exudes it. Uh, people that follow us on our social media handles, NRHA, you know, from Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any of it, you'll see her classic fist bumping and just laying across this horse's neck when she's done. I mean, she just has so much passion exuding for this sport and her athletes she gets to do it with. It is just my favorite thing to watch. Well, we have so many wonderful champions that occurred in all of our different levels, all of our different divisions. You can certainly see them all on NRHA.com, but I want to do want to highlight one more. So some of you might have heard of freestyle reigning before, and I was introduced to the sport years ago when I was a kid um, by watching these horse rider combinations that choose what they're going to do based on costume, song, all kinds of things. They can even bring in extra people. And in this case, we even had an extra horse in the arena going around at Liberty with one of the contestants. <laughs> but it was just such a great night. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about freestyle. Yeah, I would love to. It was so fun to watch this year. And I'd love for, um, you know, you to get to talk about the extra sponsorship too that makes this so special for us here in Oklahoma City. But our champion this year was Taylor Zimmerman on a horse named It's All About Rough. And this was one of her derby horses who we've all seen throughout the last few years. And it's an incredible, incredible athlete. And it was to a song, you know, I don't even know if this is the title of it, but the song talks about being golden. The horse is a Palomino. There's gold sparkles and glitter and fringe all over this thing. I mean, it was pretty magical. And one of the neatest things is she actually uh, decided she was going to donate a portion of her winnings to a dear friend of the equine industry, Jennifer Reynolds, who uh, produces Horse of the West. And she has just done so much for this industry to elevate it. And so Taylor donating a portion of her winnings to help Jennifer pay for some medical bills right now in her life. It was a really special end to a really beautiful night. That was definitely the next step. And yes, it is sponsored by the Oklahoma Convention and Visitors Bureau for Oklahoma City. And they go by the Modern Frontier and they're fabulous. And they actually put in prize money for this event and all kinds of things. And it's it's awesome. Um, all the different competitors, the one that came in at Liberty actually had a, a secondary horse in the arena that they put a, a rope across and she went ahead and uh, put bullhorns on this horse, you know, <laughs> and went ahead and cut him right was doing cutting moves with it that was pretty awesome i mean there were just so many fun and exciting 
ones to watch this year. But yeah, Taylor's was above and beyond. And I think a really neat story too, Sarah, was the day before she had come into our media room where we all hang out Mm -hmm. and was having a conversation with me about when she was actually doing her run that she was trying to qualify. She didn't end up going to finals because her horse threw a slider, which is the Mm -hmm. back shoe, right? That Mm -hmm. horses wear when they do our sport. And she's like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and enter. And I go, you haven't entered yet? She goes, no, and I have 24 hours, but I'll come up with something good. It'll be fine. And my goodness, uh-huh. didn't she do just that? Phenomenal. I know. <laughs> I just think it shows like how much our riders and horses really love this sport, that in one day they could come up with something that magical. I mean, you can't just come up with something like that if you're not just exuding passion for what you do. You know, I mean, it's just pretty magical. <laughs> So good. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about the title of today's show and who all we're going to have on. I would love to. I am beaming because today's uh, theme is actually our youth episode. And so if you hear anything on today that really kind of piques your interest, whether you're a parent or have youth in your barn or you are a youth listening, we actually paired this perfectly with our Rainer magazine. So Our July issue of the Rainer Magazine, which is free online, um, is the youth issue. And so we actually have a letter from a past youth president on it and tons of information about how youth find our industry and how it kind of helps shape their life after they leave Raining. And so today we have two really special young ladies joining us. One is Grace Wilson. And she was the vice president in 2019 of our youth officer team. And that was my first year being involved with NRHA's youth programs. So she had the special treat, I say with uh, air quotes here, of having to come into a team with me being the leader. And I had started a week before our second major event. And (laughs) baptism by fire. Yes, I had a a notebook. I mean, I knew about raining. I'd worked for our magazine before, but never with this program. And yeah, so our joke the whole time was just we were thrown into the fire together. But she was an incredible vice president and really helped start the trajectory of growth for NRHYA. Um, The president of that team is actually whose letter is in the July Rainer issue. But Grace, since being an NRHYA, has ridden for the Delaware State Equestrian Team, and now she's a Piedmont Airlines pilot recruiter and is traveling the whole world and just amazing. Well, let's go ahead and get her on. Well, I am so excited to have Grace Wilson on today. As I mentioned, she was part of the original team with my journey here with NRHYA's youth member, and it's so much fun to have her on with us today. Grace, we're thrilled to have you on. So where are you? Where where are you located? Oh, I'm so excited to be here today. Um, I'm currently located and calling from the great state of Delaware. That's where I'm located originally from Virginia, but I have found my path to Delaware and I've been here for about five years now. I love that. I think that's one of the only states that I have not visited. I've never been to Delaware. I need to change that. Well, it's very flat, so you're not missing much. Very flat, all 55 feet, as I like to say to my, my follow, fellow pilot friends. So it's, it's very <laughs> flat, but a lot of good stuff here. Well, we are so pleased to have you on. So let's go ahead and dive right in here. Um, you know this is our youth episode. So what is your favorite memory of being on the youth officer team for the National Reigning Horse Youth Association? You know, that is a great question. And as I think about that question there, uh, there's so many great memories that I can encounter from my time of being an officer. 
Um, and when I think about that question, I think about my first thing that comes to mind, and that would have been um, when I first got the position, a lot of girls and young, young men and women in general dream about getting that position and having the opportunities that follow for being an NRHYA officer. So I would say my first informal favorite memory would be when I first got that position, when you get elected into the position and you really kind of are brought into the family and you know what you're, you know, what you're going to be holding for the next year. So I would say that um, is my first one, but I'd say my second would be the, uh, the traveling that was involved would be the yes conference that we got to go to the derby and uh, different events for that. So the traveling was amazing and the people I got to work with. So that would probably be it. It was a little, a little bit more than one question there. <laughs> no, Grace, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit more about the yes conference for those that don't know what that is. Yes, for sure. As I said, yes, conference. Oh, great. So that is also, that's an event that is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's in Texas sometime or, or Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's with the AQHA conference, AQHAYA. So basically what it is, it's just a board member. Board member and uh, AQHA, NRHA officers go out there and uh, different, doesn't have to be an officer. Um, but basically it's a, it's a conference. So you get to talk to board members, uh, people come in that are spe- guest speakers, um, and just really work with all the kids and you get to go out to the community as well. And, um, it's really good. I believe it's a two to three day event that we did on the board at NRHY. And it just really was good to be able to connect with other people in the industry, but not necessarily NRHA, but all AQHA over the whole board and just kind of connect and really relate to everybody. It was really, really good. Well, and that makes great sense because the American Quarter Horse Association, right? The Quarter Horse is probably one of the primary breeds that attends our reigning events right up there with the paint horse. So that makes complete right. sense that you all would, would do that leadership. That's great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Grace, I have the pleasure of getting to know you obviously when we were on a team together and I talked a little bit before you came on about how your team specifically really impacted me being my first team I had and my first experience with the youth program at NRHA So I want to know a little bit, how was being a youth officer and being an NRHYA in general impacted your current role as a pilot recruiter? I think it's just so fascinating what you do now. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. And I just want to say, I mean, Sarah has been a huge impact of where I am today. Um, Her leadership on the role when I had her um, as an NRHA, uh, NRHY professor there. So it was just really, really good. She's done a really good job with her job and everything like that. But anyway, back to your question, um, how has it impacted my role where I am today? Um, So as an NRHYA officer, you travel a lot, um, which is what I would say is one of my favorite things is I love to travel. Um, And now my job as a pilot recruiter for the company that I work for now Um, I travel quite a bit, so it's really kind of tied into it um, for what I do, just the traveling side. Now, for a professional aspect of it, as an NRHYA officer, um, you are put into situations where, you know, you really have to be your most professional self, your best self as you can possibly be, and you're representing a massive organization of NRHA. So for that part, it's really led me into uh, my job and role where I am today, where I'm in a similar role of just presenting my company for the best that it can possibly be and having a massive passion for it. So it's really just helped me um, to become the person that I am today. NRHY, I contribute that in my success to uh, NRHA and NRHY. I think that's so amazing. And I think the way that you have been able to really transfer the skills you learned being in this member organization 
into real life is so impressive. Would you have any tips for youth that maybe are involved in these leadership opportunities in our horse industry? You know, how to really communicate that when they leave here to other industries? Because obviously, you know that all those skills are so transferable, but I think sometimes other youth members might have a hard time kind of doing that in the way that you have. Oh, yeah, I completely agree and understand where you're coming from with that. And um, I think it also goes into, you know, a different when you're younger and you're in the, in the role, everything is just kind of thrown at you and you're like, what's going on? And you really just grow to be a better person while being in that leadership role. And it really just transfer you into your professional role. And after, you know, after your time at NRHY. But my tips, what I would be is really the networking opportunities. Um, always reach out and um, always just really just see where you want to go and what you want to do in your future. NRHYA does a really good job with that, setting you up for your future and opening doors with scholarships, opportunities, networking, all of the above, and take advantage of those opportunities um, and you know use them to the best of your knowledge if you can. Um, and just always reach out to um, anybody that's able to help. Cause I mean, we always want to help whoever we can. And of course, I mean, I'm always welcome to help out anybody that would be uh, wanting my advice for that as well. So Grace, you had the opportunity to travel internationally for the NRHYA. Can you tell us where all you got to go? Oh my, where does the list even go? The list goes so far. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, internationally, I only got to travel once and it was a, opportunity of a lifetime. I got to go to Cremona, Italy for the um, Youth Reigning Cup um, awesome. to represent the United States. Absolutely amazing. And it was such a great time. And how did that influence your career decision or your drive to maybe do some international travel in your personal life? Oh, my. So before before my, my time in Italy um, for the National Reigning Horse Association, I've always loved to travel. So um, I was a pilot before I went to the uh, Cremona Youth World Cup. So I was a pilot before that. So I did a quite a bit of traveling before. Um, but basically what it does is just really kind of, it, it gets you out of the state to get you into a different world, basically, in my point of view, I guess you could say. And um, it just kind of made my love even more for traveling. Um, you know, just going to a different country, seeing the cultures and everything like that. It just was really, really good to be able to see everybody and then also connect it back to our own passion of raining. And, um, you know, just going over there and seeing that and seeing everybody passionate about raining and um, the love for it. But where it's brought me today, it's made me even more want to travel. And uh, I travel quite a bit um, <laughs> all over the world now. And I think it's just kind of made my love for traveling even more. It's so fun to see just, you know, even through social media or just from afar where all those journeys have taken you. I enjoy it so, so much. Um, do you still get to stay in touch with all those folks you met internationally with NRHYA? No, that's a great question as well. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, you go somewhere and you, you forget about the experience or something like that. Absolutely not. That is not what happened. Um, so, yes, actually, <laughs> I do. I'm still in contact with some of the people that I competed with, um, uh, quite a few of them, actually. And it's really great. That's the beauty about social media. Um, you can check mm -hmm. on with people and see how they're doing where their careers have taken them and um, just, you know, really, really fun. So yes, I do. To answer your question, I do keep in track with some friends that I made overseas. Oh, I love that so much. And Grace, we always joked uh, that you were just the networking queen when you were in NRHYA. And then here you are still doing it and even talking about it on this podcast, which I think is so much fun. 
And I just thank you so much for joining us today. It means so much. And we are just so thrilled to see where you've gone and what you're doing. And we can't wait to see where your adventure takes you next. Thank you so, so much for having me today. Um, It has been an absolute pleasure. And I really appreciate the time that you guys have spent for me. Wow, Sarah, Grace is a rock star. Right? It's so neat. I mean, obviously, I love our youth programs and our HYA for just opportunities it gives our youth members. But I think the neatest thing is to see where they go. You know, I think so many of our youth, when you're young and you love horses, you think, okay, what job can I have in the equine world? I would love to be, you know, the go-to as a vet or, um, you know, to work at a ranch or all these things. And then we get to hear from youth members who have gone on to do things like become a pilot and they still stay hooked with our youth industry and still feel passionate about reining horses. And I just think it is such a joy to watch. And Grace had mentioned something about scholarships. Could you share a little bit more with us about that? Absolutely. So NRHYA uh, is funded through the Reining Horse Foundation, which is the nonprofit arm of NRHA. And through that, we actually award over $60,000 in scholarships every year. Phenomenal. And are those scholarships used to go to college? Is that what they're for? They are. So we actually will hold scholarships for our youth members and we provide those scholarships directly to the institution where they decide to further their education. So whether that's a university, a technical school or anything in between, you know, we're happy to help uh, fund that next chapter of life. And we're so excited about it. And there's many different opportunities for these scholarships, too. So whether it's a specific RHF scholarship directly for high school seniors or for those competing at our affiliate regional championships or even those in varsity reigning club, which Adriana might talk about a little bit, our next guest. Um, We have so many different opportunities. So whether you want to earn them in the show pen or out, you know, there's kind of a lane for everybody, which I think is really unique. And I'll tell you with a son in college, And a senior in high school. Wow. Are the scholarships important to the parents too? (laughs) Maybe I should just have you come on our uh, youth officer and delegate meetings and have you give the scholarships. Oh my gosh. So important. So I'm so glad that, you know, all that occurs through our foundation. I think that's wonderful. So go ahead and tell us a little bit more about our uh, next guest that's on the show today. Absolutely. So our next guest is Adriana Renzo and she's our current NRHYA president She is from Ohio, and she competes in reining and ranch riding, both in NRHA and the American Quarter Horse Association. And she, as with all of our youth leaders, is such a rock star, and she'll be attending Fresno State in the fall, where she'll be competing on their equestrian team. That is awesome. Let's get her on. Well, I am so excited to introduce you to our next guest. Miss Adriana Runzo is NRHYA's current youth president. And she is a rock star in our leadership. She is a rock star in the show pen, often in our world title races. Adriana, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you so much uh, for having me on. I'm so excited to be here today. I am so excited to have just come off of a couple of weeks hanging out with you, too. That was great (laughs) fun in the Derby in Oklahoma City to see you all. And to see you guys in action. So could you tell us a little bit more about your experience, Adriana, on the officer team throughout the past few years and what some of your goals as president might be for this year? Yes, of course. 
So I cannot speak highly enough about my past three years on the officer team. I feel like not only being able to see the showing side, but also being in leadership, that has been probably my favorite opportunity that I've been a part of um, throughout my life so far as a young adult. So I believe that I've made some lifelong friends from the past three years on the team. And I always answer with that first when somebody asks me that question. Um, These people in the reigning community are honestly my best friends, and I feel so fortunate to be a part of it. And then through being on the officer team, I've also gotten to figure out, you know, kind of what I value in myself as a leader, and then how I can now use that in any area of my life looking forward. I've also made some invaluable connections with professionals in the industry, whether that is members of the Ridding Horse Foundation Board, NRHA employees, trainers, owners, corporate sponsors. Um, I've loved being able to start my career and my networking skills as a young adult, especially as I've gotten into my role as president this year. And then I've also improved my self-confidence and life skills through opportunities such as lobbying for equine topics on the Capitol Hill with the American Court Horse Youth Officers. Um, And that is actually going into one of my goals this year, which was expanding on relationships um, with other youth organizations, such as um, the American Court of Horse Youth Association. So it was so fantastic for my officer team and I to be invited on that trip to Capitol Hill. And we look forward to our trip with them to the Youth Excellence Seminar as well next week. That's usually a very fun event um, with quarter horse members as well as some NRHA members that I know of. We get to go down to College Station this year and we get to be a part of the opening ceremony for the Youth World Cup. We get to have some leadership training and then we also get to meet with some other kids from equine industry as well. Um, Some of my other goals this year as president were focusing on growing youth leadership from its roots, um, starting at the affiliate level. And I feel like our team has started doing that, especially in our uh, monthly delegate and youth liaison calls. So right now we are starting to break up into smaller groups and actually get to work with some more of our Uh, regional ambassadors, you know, kind of one-on-one or in small groups. Um, So that's been very cool that we've already been implementing that goal. And then as a team, we have been focusing on increasing engagement with delegates and other youth members, and then also keeping older youth plugged in with scholarship awareness and leadership, and then finally educating trainers and adults about NRHY opportunities. Oh my gosh. You know, Adriana, I have been with you guys when you set all of those goals, but just hearing you list them all like that and kind of looking ahead and what we've already accomplished. I mean, that is a lot. That was no small list and it was no small feat for you guys to come up with all of that too. It's pretty incredible. I totally agree. And I am so proud of us as a team. We have worked so hard to focus on you know, those three main goals that may seem um, little to us at first when we wrote it down, but really (laughs) implemented into like every area of our leadership has been pretty um, fantastic to witness. You guys are really just amazing young adults, truly. 
And, you know, your chapter is kind of closing at the end of this year, which seems wild to me, but you will be heading to Fresno State and competing on their equestrian team and starting your next chapter of leadership. What are some of the lessons that you'll take with you from NRHYA into that next chapter with you? I think especially from working with um, a couple of different teams and then you know, learning about each individual team's leadership styles and communication styles, I feel like that's given me the ability to work towards common goals with, you know, my classmates and teammates. Um, and because I have had that experience as a delegate the first year and then into my past three years on the board, um, that has given me some great variety of communication skills and then how I have learned to be able to adapt to every team. And then I think another thing that I've learned lesson-wise is how to be independent, actually. So from traveling across the country to represent the NRHYA a couple times a year, um, it might seem small at first, but, you know, learning how to catch your flights or travel by yourself and even being away from your family that's something that not a lot of young adults get to do. And it's pretty amazing that us as officers get to do that through the support of NRHA and the Rain Horse Foundation. And then also through our officer and the leadership training every year, um, we've learned some pretty cool things through working with Kitty Hollingsworth. So from that, I've learned how to put my best energy into everything I do for not only my officer team, but for, you know, every opportunity I'm a part of outside of that as well. I love everything that you just mentioned because you're absolutely right. A lot of young people don't get that opportunity at all. And they go to college a little bit overwhelmed, right? They've never traveled. They've never been away from their families. So all of these unique opportunities that you got through being part of the NRHA Youth Association has been wonderful. So yes, share I a little bit bit more, if you don't mind, about what some of these youth members that maybe don't know what all is available through NRHYA. And I know some of them that come to mind are ones that I got to do with you guys. I got to see you guys in action at the speaking contest at the Derby. I got to see you guys in action and got to be a part of the community service project we did. So if you could talk about all of those things as well, that would just be fantastic. Yes, of course. So, Actually, there are a lot of opportunities um, for youth at every single level beyond showing that I feel like many people are unaware of. Um, so I would say first and foremost is um, the scholarships uh, provided through the Rain Horse Foundation. So they actually now offer more than $60,000 annually for the Rain Horse Foundation scholarship, which I was lucky enough to be a part of, and that scholarship is open to seniors, and it's based on your NRHYA involvement, um, your academic achievements, as well as financial aid as well. So it's pretty amazing that you can take, you know, three aspects from a young person's life and help them go through college. Um, as well as this, the Affiliate Regional Championship Scholarship is available to every youth competing in the youth team tournament. So that one is uh, very accessible for a youth of any age uh, to start building up their scholarships from an early age. And then I think one of my favorite scholarships 
and programs to be a part of is Varsity Rating Club, which we actually talk a lot about so, um, at all of our youth meetings. And through the Varsity Rating Club, it was created to engage youth members at the affiliate as well as national levels. And through this program, you can submit artwork, good grades, community service, um, and much more. And then at the end of every year, you can get prizes from anything from, you know, a cinch t-shirt to a stall at the maturity, which is an incredible opportunity, I would say. Um, and then there's also scholarships for kids of ages 13 and under and 14 and 18. Um, with that community service project that you mentioned earlier, that was actually probably one of my favorites that I've been a part of. And we actually got more than 20 participants this year to come together at the Derby to work at the Oklahoma City Regional Food Bank. And through there, we passed meals um, for the backpack program, which sends um, home meals that are shelf-sustainable uh, for kids in Oklahoma City that maybe have faced a little bit of food insecurity. And then that allows them to have nutritious meals throughout the weekend uh, where they cannot have access to those two crucial meals a day through school. So it was so cool to see um, Rain Horse Foundation members as well as other youth kids that are not a part of the board come together and do something like that. And then that is just one example of a community service um, project that you can submit to Varsity Rating Club and get some scholarships and prizes as well. And then touching into the artwork piece of Varsity Rating Club. So outside of this, um, there is actually an NRHYA art and photo contest. Um, and this is where kids from uh, 13 and under to 14 and 18 range can submit their artwork and photography. And then the winners of this contest, their artwork, their artwork is actually display, um, displayed in the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum in Oklahoma City during the Derby. So we actually got to go see that artwork this year while the officer team took a tour. And it was so cool to see our NRHA members. Um, their artwork that was displayed in this really amazing museum that um, provided such a great opportunity for our program. And then more into the scholarships, Cinch also hosts a scholarship um, program kind of separate from the Rain Horse Foundation. So they host a public speaking contest every year at the Derby. And this year, because they have been partners with the NRHA, for 25 years, they increased the scholarships um, to $700 for every first place winner and $200 for every second place winner. Um, we actually had over 20 entries this year, which is record breaking. I know my first year that I competed in this scholarship um, public speaking contest two years ago, there were only three 14, 18 kids. So it's been amazing to see the growth of our youth leadership as well. So the categories for the public speaking contest are split up between the 13 and under age category and the 14 to 18 age category. And there are three categories that a youth can compete in. The first is memorizing and delivering a general. Um, the second one is a prepared public speaking speech 
on a leadership or question topic. Um, I've competed in the public prepared public speaking the past two years, and this year I competed in A general. And then the last um, area is you can create an eight to 10 minute presentation on a community service project. And I also entered in this category this year, and I was fortunate enough to win first place in that category. And I know me and a couple of the other winners actually got to be on Steve Ross's sports desk, um, which is live at the Derby every year. And that was such a cool opportunity for me and those other winners. And then we were actually recognized um, during the open finals as well. So that is a great way that our industry has recognized, you know, young talent outside of riding. So probably one of my favorite opportunities to be a part of is the youth leadership side. So um, how you can get into youth leadership is by first becoming a regional delegate. And to become a delegate, there are elections hosted every year at each affiliate regional championship. And you get to elect two officers, um, sorry, two delegates um, every year at the youth meeting here. And how this works is there is one delegate that must be in the 14 to 18 age category and then one that can be of any age. So this is a great way to get involved, especially at an early age if you want to become an officer later on. And then as a delegate, you get to work with NRHYA officers to share information about what's going on in your region. And you really get to be that point of contact for the officers because, um, you know, we're not from every region. Um, we only really know uh, personally what's going on at the shows we go to. So that's why it's so important for each regional delegate to, you know, be involved and advocate for their region as well. And then you also get to help at your local shows or awards banquets and participate in fun and exclusive activities at NRHA major events, including the Derby and Futurity. Um, so in this way, you get to help make a difference in our sport. And it also looks amazing on college applications, job applications, and scholarships as well. So after you've been a delegate for one year, you can actually run to become an officer. And there are actually six officer positions. Um, that was a rule change from last year. Uh, and as an officer, you get to advocate for the National Reining Horseshoe Association and represent the sport of reining at different events around the country. Um, this is including at the Youth Excellence Seminar through AQHA, um, the Washington, D.C. trip that we've been lucky enough to go to with our friends at AQHA as well. And then probably the most exciting is going to the NRHA Derby and Futurity and getting to help out in community service projects, getting to interact with, you know, some of those finalists as we get to hand out awards and so much more. And then you also get to go to all major NRHA shows and horse industry conferences. And I think one of the coolest parts of it all is that this is a very accessible position for anybody that is worried about the cost. So all travel to events is paid for by the NRHA and the Rain Horse Foundation. 
We are so blessed to have a partner in the Marine Corps Foundation that provides so much to us officers um, through scholarships and just being able to have all these opportunities. And then we are also so thankful to our corporate sponsors, such as Cinch and Anderson Bean and Shorties that outfit the team every year. And then this as well, um, besides it being probably one of, you know, the passion activities of every officer every year, um, it looks awesome on scholarship, college, and job applications as well. So there is one last category in youth leadership, and this is the affiliate uh, liaison position. This is a new position as well. So how this works is you can go to your um, youth affiliate um, point contact, which is, you know, an adult that works in your region to help with the youth, and they're that point of contact uh, for the NRHA as well. And then you can say, hey, I'd love to be the representative for our um, affiliate. And that is a great way to get more young leaders involved at the affiliate level as well. So if you're worried about, you know, maybe not getting a delegate or officer position the first time you've tried, this is a great way to stay plugged in um, as well um, for NRHYA leadership. And as an affiliate liaison, you have the same roles and opportunities as a delegate. And that's been an amazing addition to leadership over the past couple of years. Oh my gosh, Adriana, I have been so excited about this podcast. I've been so excited to have you on as soon as we were playing the youth podcast, but I didn't occur to me that you could just come on here and run for Christy and I's jobs. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about, they're going to combine our two jobs, can us both, and you're going to do it. (laughs) Oh my God. Phenomenal. Or you know who else's job that that might be taken over is the NRHA president position. Look out, (laughs) Mark and Mike, that's in the future. Look out, guys. Right. Watch out. I have a couple of years, but. I'm telling you what, you just, um, you know, I had some notes of things in case something was left off and things we should highlight because I am so darn proud of what our youth members do day in and day out for this association that so many people don't know. And when I tell you, I could not say it better myself. I mean, holy moly, girlfriend. Well, thank you, Sarah. I've learned pretty much everything there is to learn from you as well as, you know, all of the other um, such influential people at NRHA that have helped me as well as all the officers in the past. Well, we are so appreciative of it. I mean, you could look at the resume of Adriana or any of our youth officers or delegates, and more and more, you guys just all have so much going on outside of reigning, you know, other leadership positions you hold, and you all truly take it so seriously and are so passionate and so committed to it. It is the most impressive thing to me, and we are truly so lucky to have you be a part of it, Adriana. Thank you so much. I also have loved seeing the evolution of NRHYA leadership since I first started. It is so cool to see how um, really into it I think all of our young leaders are from NRHYA. And it's an amazing association to be a part of, to say the least. 
Absolutely. Every single year, I feel like, you know, each officer team and you've been a part of multiple years of it, like you mentioned, so you can kind of see the evolution directly. But every single year, you guys look at it and kind of see where a need is and see where you can be more inclusive and see who else you can kind of bring in the fold to give those opportunities to. And I can only hope that us adults can learn from it. You guys are just incredible to me. Adriana, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you so much for this opportunity again. Um, It was amazing to be on and kind of share the perspective of one of many youth leaders. All right. So I can just take this little link and I can send it to the National Cowboy and Western Heritage (laughs) Museum, Cinch, Shorties, Anderson Bean, and gosh, the Oklahoma City Chamber. Sorry, the Convention and Visitors Bureau. See, I'm already messing it up and she doesn't. She is fantastic. That was so good. (laughs) I'm telling you, I am beaming over here because I'm just so proud of our youth how far they've taken their association, how much they care about the Reigning Horse Foundation, the Reigning Horse Association, the work that they do every day. I mean, people ask why I'm so passionate about it. And after they listen to today's podcast, I feel like that's going to be a silly question. They're just going to ask how they can get involved, you know? Well, every single time I'm like, oh, I think that's everything. And then, no, we're also going to mention how we're outfitted by Shorties, which is NRHA's <laughs> official hat, and Anderson Bean, which is NRHA's official boot. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're just going and going and going. She was <laughs> so good. Yes. So um, none of us will be employed after this. <laughs> the youth will just take our jobs and it'll be fine. <laughs> that's right. NRHA's in good hands. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, we talked about it earlier, but after hearing what these great youth members had to say, if anyone wants to hear more information about it, the July issue of our Rainer magazine, which is free online at rainer.nrha.com, the July issue is entirely dedicated to the youth and you can read some more stories about uh, the president when Grace Wilson that spoke earlier while she was vice president, um, some other incredibly influential youth members. And just kind of what they're doing for our association. You could also visit nrhya.com to learn more about all of the things Adriana mentioned from scholarships to varsity reigning club to how to get an annual membership, which is currently $55 and what benefits come with that membership. Some of those leadership opportunities. I mean, it really is endless and we would love to connect with everyone more after this. And I was just going to say, Sarah, what's the best way do you think for people to find this show if they want to send it to other people? Absolutely. At NRHA.com slash podcast is the best way to find and share those links and catch up with us from our past episodes. We've had past maturity champions, derby champions, uh, the judges committee chair. You know, it's a great place to learn more, whether you know a lot about braining or whether you're brand new. So it's a super fun place to be at nrha.com slash podcast. And remember, we are the second Thursday of every month here on Horses in the Morning. So right now, everybody go and enjoy the slide of your life. <laughs>